Hello, happy Sunday. It's good to be with you on another edition of Health Mirror on Paramount FM 94.5. My name is Kikelo Mobadijo. Now, sometimes this month, the national coordinator of the presidential task force on COVID-19, Dr. Sonny Aliu, said Nigeria is gradually experiencing a steady rise in infant and maternal mortality as a result of the fixation on COVID-19, meaning that enough plants were not spit in place to ensure adequate and essential services for family planning during the lockdowns. And it's no longer news that we keep having a steady rise in new cases of coronavirus in the country. Some states are still under lockdown. Ogun State is under lockdown weekends. What does this mean for family planning? What are the plans put in place during the lockdown weekends, especially now, to make sure that people will need access to adequate family planning care? Do you get it? In this chat with the State Commissioner for Health, Dr. Tomi Koka, she explains all the plans put in place to take care of people who need access to family planning. Stay with us on the program. Good health is a valuable savings account. Family planning, Ogun State COVID-19, was there anything that Ogun State did differently to make sure this is an essential service, family planning during the lockdown? We were very conscious as a state to ensure that other ancillary services were going on whilst we were dealing with COVID-19. So we had a media drive announcing to people that our primary health care centres were still open for normal service, antenatal care, family planning. However, unfortunately, we did notice a drop in the attendance for family planning, which is probably due to the lockdown because people were encouraged only to move around for essential things and they may not have realized that family planning is actually an essential part of their life. So on our part, we did a media drive, kept on announcing, we kept all our PHCs open, none of them were shut and that is where we provide the uh, family planning service to the population. With that, we noticed about 50% drop in attendance, particularly in the month of May where the lockdown was in full force. But we're hoping that now that we've opened up the, the lockdown, that people would start to attend again. During the lockdown as well, I went to some PHCs, about three, and some of them were like they had issues bringing down their staff to the PHCs. Some also that we're going to uptake a method, they had issues getting to the PHC because of the security personnel. There was an announcement that the patient's card is a pass for the local government had that. Yeah. They had even a special pass, but some other local government, the women had issues. No, no, the hospital card. Okay. The hospital card okay. is actually a pass for them to move around. But as I said, it's not just having the pass. If you have to travel, you need to transport. The transport wasn't there. The staff, we are strategies to try and ensure that our staff reside around the PHC, but that's not always so. And most of our staff also they do a seven-day rota 
So really, there shouldn't be constraint. There shouldn't have been any constraint. This was not escalated in any way. Also, um, went to Bantuko area. That's um, Odeda local government. Mm. And most of the pregnant women we saw, first timers, they've not all done any family planning at all. And they are having about three, four years interval between the first child and the second child. Why are you now uptaking a method? So how did you do it? And they were like, they didn't do anything. It was just God. So the matron eventually said, it's a lie. But you know, it also struck me that maybe we do not have enough awareness and sensitization, you know, to the issues of family planning. No, well, the state has uh, four approaches to family planning. There's the advocacy aspect, and there's the community engagement. There's actually providing the service and monitoring the service. With the advocacy, we go around and engage um, community leaders to ensure that they are aware and religious leaders to encourage their, their members of their congregation to engage in family planning. And in Ugo State, we have about 26% contraceptive prevalence rate, which is one in four women would have contraceptive. That is not bad for Nigeria. It's one of the higher ones. We could do better and um, we will be working as we're upgrading our primary healthcare centre. We recently upgraded 20 and one thing we made sure that was consistent in all 20 was that they had a family planning room and we'll continue to train our staff and um, we'll probably have to do another drive, media drive, about family planning I'm sure the people that said they didn't do anything about family planning because of the cultural issues and not wanting their husband to know that they've done something about family planning. And there are different types of family planning. There's the natural method, which a lot of people don't actually count as a form of family planning. Breastfeeding sometimes acts as a form of family planning. And, you know, people know when to avoid coitus. So those are natural ways, apart from the barrier methods and the um, insertions and the implants that we normally use. Okay, you talked about cultural impediment, you mm. know, for some of these women. Is there anything you're doing to reach out to? Maybe our religious leaders, our ballets, sensitize them to the issue of family planning because of the myths surrounding it. You can't stop the media drive about family planning. Okay, you have would to you say it's been a major challenge in Ugo State? I haven't noticed particularly. I think the women in Ugo State, they engage, they're well educated as well. And my recent trip around um, primary healthcare centers, I, I was told that their husbands come and actually it was men they were telling me about the family planning services in Ogun State, which was quite impressive because, you know, apparently they come along and ask for condoms for themselves and family planning for their uh, partners, which I think is very good, but it's not good enough. We want to make sure that our percentage uh, CPR rates, uh, contraceptive prevalence rate is over 50 because that's the only way we can make a dent into the maternal mortality rate in our state. Now, let's talk about our teenagers, our youth, our single mothers out there. What are you doing to reach out to them? Because whether we like it or not, some of them are sexually active. And, you know, all this unsafe abortion around and the use of herbs, is, is it good to introduce a bit to them? Absolutely. But that wouldn't be a minor feat at all. It's going to be a huge cultural change because in our tradition, we like to believe that children... Uh, in quotes, are not meant to be talked to about sex. But the earlier we start talking to them about sex and safe sex, it's very important because it, 
it's of two folds. It's about avoiding unwanted pregnancies and eventually uh, the risk of maternal mortality for, from septic abortion. And secondly, avoiding uh, sexually transmitted diseases such as um, chlamydia and even HIV. Chlamydia could lead to long-term infertility um, due to tubal blockage, whereas you know HIV, the uh, attendant complications of HIV. So as early as age 12, once they're in secondary school, we should start talking to them about sex. And with parental consent, we should actually offer them some form of contraceptive. And after 16, I think they have the liberty to make their own decisions if they want contraception or not, particularly when they're at university. For us to progress socioeconomically, not just avoiding um, deaths, there are a lot of job opportunities, ability to contribute to the labor market that is missed when you have teenage pregnancies. I particularly have been very worried over the COVID-19 period because young individuals are out of school not engaged and uh, positively so they may end up turning to sex as a recreation and that might lead to teenage pregnancies and loss of school years and life opportunities and even the risk of um, ending up dying from septic abortion so we are going to be very vigilant looking out for our teenage mothers going forward and probably dedicate a particular team working in collaboration with the Women's Affairs Ministry, we can work and drive a campaign focused on the teenage mothers. Now let's talk about the artisans because sometimes we seem to leave them out. We talk about schools, we talk about institutions, secondary schools, about the artisans, you know. How do we reach them? What are the plans, you know, to get across to them? You know, they are not all so together. You can go into tertiary institution, you can go into secondary school. But how do we bring about the set of the public? Well, you know, they all have associations no matter what the trade is and whichever, whichever trade every trade has an association and it's a matter of engaging the leadership of the association having awareness days and awareness campaign which you know we haven't started them but um, that would probably be the way forward what is the government's intention concerning young boys because the girls are getting the attention as i said we need to do an awareness drive and sex education in schools is not exclusive to girls it's both uh, boys and girls and it is important you never leave one out because it takes two to tangle so the sex education will be focused on both the boys and the girls as a wrap-up so family planning women men religious leaders what's your message for them i would like to encourage both the young and even the women of the marriageable age married women and religious leaders that family planning is safe it's good for us it actually positions us in a better socioeconomic cater worldwide globally we have to have a global outlook and we need to embrace it in order to reduce maternal mortality in our society and to give our children the best opportunity in life 
that's the charts with the Commissioner for Health, Dr. Tommy Koka in Ogun State, speaking on family planning services during the lockdown. So even now, we can't start with lockdown. You can actually access family planning. Also, she made a bold move on Thursday, making a public declaration that parents should take their children who are sexually active you know, to uptake a family planning method. When I heard that, I was like, that's bold, you know. And I say, thank you very much, ma, for all you do for family planning. Family planning is not a crime. And for some parents who are already reacting, saying that it will destroy the future of their children, let me tell you that it will actually go a long way to preserve the future of your girl child. And now that we are talking about the boys, we are counseling them a lot to be more respectful and value the girl child. It's a great long way to preserve both their lives. For your comments and contributions on Health Mirror, always send your SMS only to 081-217-47298. Many thanks to Jude David, my producer. My name is Kiki Lomabadijo. Please stay safe.